This is a Soulfire production. Welcome back to A Sharper Life. I am your host, Nikki Sharp, and I am excited and a little nervous to talk about today's episode because I'm going to get pretty vulnerable with you guys, but there's a reason why. So it is Tuesday as I am recording this, and tomorrow I go on my bachelorette trip. Oh my God, I'm so excited. And of course, I'm going to do one after after that and give you all the juicy details. And I, I also have a podcast episode later on just things that I wish people talked about when you're engaged because I feel like I've just been like blindsided by so many different things. Like, So those are coming. But why I wanted to jump on today is that something happened this weekend and it shook me to the core. And I basically wanted to use this as an opportunity to share how I dealt with this and also this saying, which is probably the most important thing that I'm going to say in this entire episode, is that you must feel it to heal it. So I'm going to say that again. You must feel it to heal it. And that is something that I went through this weekend and I'm going to detail that and we're going to we're going to go juicy and into all of the things and then I'm going to give you tips on what to do when you're in the thick of feeling upset or angry or sad or uncomfortable because there are things that I do, I've practiced, they work and also I think that they're going to help you. Okay. So, what happened this weekend was let me first back up my fiance went on his bachelor trip this weekend and I have full trust in him. I had been messaging with his best man about some surprises for him. They went surfing in Portugal and I was really excited for that. And then I'm planning mine, which is basically two days after he got back from his. And prior to going on mine, I needed to get a lot of work done because I want to fully switch off. I want to be present with my friends and my bridesmaids. And really, I kind of pushed myself a little hard the week before. So last week. So I'm already sort of feeling exhausted from that. And and I just... It was like one foot in front of the other. And I was still doing things, let's say, from a feminine perspective, from that feminine energy. It's I don't feel like I went in my masculine. Like I was resting and I was still meditating and doing things that make me feel good, like working out, eating clean. And then my mother came to visit me for the first time by... Like it was me and her in, in the apartment without my fiance. And we just had a blast and we drank wine and we danced and we had such deep, delicious conversations and really, you know, a lot of healing conversations. And so that was wonderful. And one thing that started coming up for me is that my fiance, I had given him kind of specific a, a request, a gentle, like loving request saying, babe, have fun. Don't feel the need to like text me and check in all the time. Like, I really just want you to enjoy this. And what I kind of learned from the whole situation is that he felt that I had a certain expectation, which even though my message conveyed that, he thought like, no, actually check in all the time. And for me, I'm someone who likes quality over quantity. So he was texting me and kind of sharing, but they weren't very like deep, meaningful. And I I started feeling kind of unthought about, like not cared about during this trip, which He's on this trip because of us. We're getting married. And a lot of childhood wounds and triggers of people not liking me because of how I look and having success and this, that, the other, 
have been triggered for various reasons. And one thing that ended up happening was I very vulnerably said to him, you know, I just feel like it's better if we just don't talk until the end of your trip. Like, I want you to have fun, enjoy it. I love you. Go have a great night. It was his last night. So here I am thinking that I'm being really sweet and vulnerable. And if I'm honest with myself, it was also a little bit of a sort of, hey, babe, I am not feeling acknowledged and I'm just letting you know that. So I'm going to go into my sort of avoidant ways here, but also give you space and love. And and truly, I was doing it from a very nice place. The thing is, he responded sort of defensively and was like, well, I'm just being present with my friends. And that really ended up triggering me because I sometimes feel like, and I'm going to I'm going to do a really bad generalization, but I feel like men sometimes a lot often can be a little less present than we as women want because we as women are kind of we're emotional based and in in tantra you have the the polarity so women because of our boobs we have a, a positive energy and where our vj is the jj is a negative energy and it's the opposite for a man and so for women to really feel safe emotionally physically you know spiritually she needs that heart connection. And so I realized this, that I, I felt like, oh, I, I just kind of feel like this afterthought when in theory, like, I want to know you miss me. And I want to know that you're like thinking about me. And, and all of his groomsmen were saying like, oh my God, he's talking about you all the time. He wasn't checking in with me. So I had to kind of check myself too and be like, hey, do you have you know these needs, these expectations? And I really was coming from a, a deep, beautiful place about Go enjoy your time. Let's just not talk. I think it's better. Like that was also for my own my own sake. And what ended up ensuing was on Sunday morning, so a few days ago, I woke up and I felt awful. I felt really, really, really bad. I felt I'd almost kind of started projecting this story. And I know we've all been there where you attach to something and then it just starts to spiral. And so I did all of the tools that I know how. I journaled. I did an anger releasing meditation, a really, really cool one. And it really helped actually. I was like, okay, go outside. It's a beautiful day. Go for a bike ride. I did. I went to South Beach. I laid on the beach. I read my book. I jumped in the water. I had a call with my best friend just to talk through things. I did a therapy session, an emergency one, just because she doesn't like most people don't work on Sundays. She was so sweet. And through all of this, I was doing the work, but the the feelings were so intense that I ended up getting more and more almost in this story of, well, he does this, he doesn't do this, what about this, da-da-da-da. And I was so conflicted in myself that I I completely kind of shut off from that emotional point of like, I was in touch with myself, but I also was so angry. And I'm going to repeat this a few times, anger is just fear. But I was so angry and hurt. And why was I so angry and hurt? Well, because ultimately it goes back to some childhood wounds or high school wounds. And and when I talk about childhood wounds on a side note, it's not always that it was like your parents did something or abused you. It could have been a bully at school, or it could have been a teacher said something when you were so proud to show your homework and they didn't show you appreciation. And as a child, we don't have the tools to say, hey, I don't, I don't feel good. And then as adults, we have the tools, but we don't use them. So I was really trying to like go into my proverbial toolbox and use all of the tools. And 
So progressively, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to go home now and I'm going to sit with it. And and here's a fun thing that I... I <laughs> a proverbial image that I want you to think about. I was in the shit. I literally... I want you to... And it sounds gross, I know. But I want you to think about a pile of like dog poo. And when we're not feeling good, we are basically jumping into the dog poo. And I was like, Nikki, you're in the shit right now. The question is, do you want to swim around it and get yourself more dirty and more icky and smelly by continuing all the thought process and all of that? Or can you just sit in this proverbial shit and know that it sucks and know that it's stinky and know that you don't feel good and it's disgusting and you want to shake it off? Or are you going to choose to swim around it? And so I'm going to kind of let you in to an inside. For the most part in my life, I'm pretty good at handling my emotions and doing all of these things that help. And so I had some wine. If you've listened to other episodes, you know that sometimes that's my healing mechanism. I had been really healthy all day and I was cool. I was like sitting, I watched a show, I drank some wine. I, I was finally feeling really good. And then, and then... <laughs> And then I spilled some red wine on the couch and I couldn't get it out and I lost my fucking shit. So hardcore that it was like the volcano that exploded. And so in retrospect now I'm able to see well it's because my mom was here and we you know had a lot of fun and I didn't rest a lot and I had kind of worked myself and preloaded everything the past week and it was pretty intense. And here I am upset about something with my fiance and I'm so glad that he had the best time ever like I'm not a jealous girlfriend in the slightest bit. It was, I just felt, I felt less of a priority than his friends. And that was a, just a really hard moment for me, which is not true in the slightest bit. My my fiance, I have to say, is just the, the most incredible man. And of course, we go through our own moments and and stuff. But I, I kind of pre-lead this all with, I chose to swim in the shit that night. <laughs> and as I, I spilled the wine... I, I lost it. I started bawling. And I, I do not remember the last time I had those like guttural cries, which felt really good, by the way. Crying is needed. And so one thing that I had learned, and I, I know this, is that I just don't cry that often. I have so many tools that I can use that sometimes you just need to release it. So anyways, I then... Tried to clean it, didn't work. Left my fiance just sobbing, voice notes being like, I'll pay for the couch. <laughs> and I had also said, like, you know, the therapist had really had me think about some deep questions about our relationship and going into marriage. And I think that every single person should be asking these questions, which is really just, are you happy with the person that you're with now? Or are you with them because of the person you see them that they, they could be? Because if you're with someone who you think, think that they can be, that's not going to work out that relationship. And so I had to have that conversation with him for us both to get really clear. And, and, you know, the therapist was wonderful to help, help me see this. And anyways, so I started getting really frustrated and crying and sobbing. And I took an avocado in that heat of the moment, in that anger, and I threw it against the wall, like a baseball player, like a pitcher and went to bed. Because I was so exhausted at that point and possibly a little bit drunk. <laughs> and so I want to also just say, I make light of these things. I make fun of, like we're bringing funness to a serious topic 
But just to know that A, we're all humans. <laughs> B, we all fuck up at times. And it's okay as long as you can own it. And C, sometimes we are like a volcano that explodes and it's more important. I'm going to give you tips in a moment here. But it's it. we have to make light make fun of this. Because now that I talk about it, I'm like, dude, I threw an avocado at the wall. So here's the funniest part. The next morning, I woke up, possibly a little mildly hungover yesterday, Monday, starting to get ready for my bachelorette party. My fiance is coming home. I know that we have to have this kind of important you know, talk, which I'm so grateful we did. And I walk outside into the room and in the corner, and I'm like, did my cat have diarrhea everywhere? And then I see on my yoga mat, because we know once you cut an avocado, it's no longer green. It turns brown. And I see this big, like, brown thing on my yoga mat. And I was like, did my cat shit on the yoga mat? And then I see it's all over the walls. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Didn't remember until I did. And then I was like, oh, that's right, Nikki. You threw an avocado at the wall because you were really angry. So I kind of was in shock and then I laughed about it. And then I sent a photo of it to my fiance as I was cleaning it up. And he was on a plane back and he was like, he, he said that everyone on the plane was looking at him because he was laughing so hard, right? So I share that first off, just to let you know that shit happens. And I chose to swim in the shit fully and completely and I own it. So with that, why I wanted to tell you that story is because Typically, what happens when we're going through something, some level of pain or discomfort, and we're in that shit, we're in those sucky feelings, we numb ourselves, right? We, we shop, we buy things, we go on Amazon and just order lots of stuff. We drink, we smoke, we have sex, we take drugs. We do just about everything but trying to feel the emotion. And then we distract ourselves. We throw ourselves into work. We close the door, we ignore our friends, whatever it might be. And so we numb and distract ourselves and we also bypass. We bypass the emotions saying, it's fine, I'll, I'll feel better tomorrow, right? And so part of this whole thing is that really starting to know that, of course, no one wants to deal with the bad moments and no one wants to feel angry or sad. Nobody likes these feelings, but like all things, we have to have duality, right? We have earth and we have sky, we have yin and yang, we have masculine, feminine, we have water and we have fire. So we have, we have sun, we have the moon. So we have duality in this life. And that is what allows us to feel joyful when like, I don't know if you've ever been depressed. I have when I got out of the depression and I started feeling that light of life. I was like, wow, I'm so grateful for the depression because now I understand how joyful and beautiful life is, right? So we have to have that duality. And one thing I want to explain about this is most people are in what I call the wave of, of reactions. So the wave that we have is we have these great moments where we're super high. And then most people are like, well, it's really good. I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. And then we go into these super lows. And then we kind of come up again and go into these super highs and then these super lows. And instead of that, because then when the lows get really bad, that's where we numb, we distract, we do all of these things. And in these high moments, we're always kind of waiting for that shoe to drop. When's it going to get bad? And I know you've all been there. This is human nature. So instead, and this is in spirituality and consciousness, really what's taught 
is that we're trying to take away these huge waves. And this is why a lot of people go into toxic relationships is because it's something like they watched their parents go through a codependent relationship, or you watched your your parents fight or this or that, and they fight, they get back together, or you watched a teacher or whatever it might be. We've all experienced this. And so what happens is we we have comfort in these high waves and low lows. Like the highs are fucking amazing. They're high and the lows are so bad. And that's when people are in the lows, that's where depression kicks in. And it's like, I don't know how to get back out because you're expecting to get back up so high. So instead, what we're trying to do is make the waves smaller so that although you think you think that you're not going to be as happy, actually, we're, we're just elevating. And if you listen to the Spiritual Onion episode, I talk about that you know we, we go up the mountain, we ascend up this mountain or these stair, the soul steps. And so kind of like this wave, we're trying to keep the lows at a more minimal so you don't lose your marbles like I did. <laughs> and you're able to kind of catch yourself a little bit quicker, a little easier. And then when you're in the highs, you're not going to expect the lows and that shoe to drop. And so you're able to kind of keep this baseline and it becomes much, much easier to enjoy life and be present and deal with these bad emotions and feelings. And so, you know, I just want to say pain and grief has meaning. It serves a purpose because it's always helping us to learn and grow and become better. And I hope you listened to last week's or two weeks ago episode where I talk about, you know, the exercise I am because we're always changing and growing and evolving. And, you know, we don't want to get stuck in the identity of who we are. That's why we have to laugh about things and, and stop making things so serious. And, you know, once you accept that you are feeling the feels, you can silence that inner critic that believes that feeling pain is inherently doing something wrong. It is not. Instead, that we begin to understand that feeling our pain is important and it's productive and it helps us grow into the person that we are meant to be. And that's really what I talked about in that I am exercise and, and becoming a new version of yourself. But once again, you got to feel it to heal it. You have to stop numbing yourself and distracting. And so I want to give a few tips that have worked for me and out of my proverbial swimming in my own shit on Sunday. I don't do that very often. And I'm fully willing to acknowledge that, yeah, sometimes we do just not act out of our best self. And part of what you're going to learn in these tips is why. So number one is that you must have awareness. You must have awareness. And it's probably one of the greatest things that I hope you walk away from all of my podcast episodes. Because without awareness, change cannot happen. Just acknowledging that you don't feel good, that's where we start. So for me, on Sunday, I was able to acknowledge, okay, I'm angry. I'm sad. I don't feel good internally. Can I try to pinpoint where I don't feel good? Right? But you have to be willing to just acknowledge that you don't feel good. And so many times when someone is angry or they're sad or they're disappointed, they just immediately go numb and distract. And that's what we're trying to not do here. We're trying to be in the moment so that you don't swim in the shit proverbial because eventually it will come back up. So number two is that you got to be okay to sit in the shit and you can and you should. And I encourage you to do all of the healthy things. 
such as meditating and journaling and calling a friend or therapy or working with a coach like me, whatever you need to do without numbing or distracting. And when I say numbing, journaling, that is not numbing. That is writing your feelings down. And if you're going to talk to a friend, we're not sitting there and just gossiping and bitching, trying to really have them hold that mirror to you and listen to you and call a friend and say, you know what? I'm like, I reached out to my best friend and I said, Hey, are you, are you around? I could really use a friend right now. So I'm putting myself out there and asking for help. And so she called as soon as she could, because in girl talk, in my world, that means someone needs you and you show up as you can right there. And we had a beautiful like hour and a half long conversation and she listened to me and she held space for me. And I was able to, you know, say my piece and kind of word vomit diarrhea and also contemplate. And she asked me some really good questions. And, you know, now that I'm out of that and I'm in a better, a better headspace, which is why I'm recording this, is that she proposed some things for me to really think about and like manifesting and all of that. And I was in a place on Sunday where I was, I was so upset. I couldn't, I was like, I, I can't even write down and try and like manifest what I want. I just need to sit in this and, and I need to choose to sit in it, but not swim in it. And I'm just making fun of myself in that I ended up swimming in it fully and completely and it's okay. So number three is that I want you to be able to give yourself time. As Einstein said, you cannot solve a problem with the same mind that created it. I'm going to say that again. You cannot solve a problem with the same mind that created it. So if you are in a place of suffering right now, or you're feeling upset, or you're angry or fearful, that's the mind. That is this prehistoric limbic brain that is trying to keep you safe. And I go through this in my ultimate transformation program deeply. It's called, I call it the Siamese twin. And if you want to know more details about that program, feel free to DM me on Instagram. But when I was upset on Sunday, instead of trying to go and figure things out in that moment, right? I wasn't texting my fiance and saying, this is it and da 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 and blah, and putting all my own shit on him. I wasn't doing that. I was owning it. I was sitting in it. I was swimming in it. But I also knew I had to give myself time. And so when I woke up, uh, when I woke up on Monday and I slept it off, as I said, with a mild hangover, I, you know, I was already in a better state of mind. And I was able to look at this avocado on the wall and laugh about it. And just from that, as I was cleaning it up, I was like, oh my God, Nikki, like what? But okay. All right, sweetie. I love you. I have compassion for you. And with that more clear mind, I was able to see things from a different perspective and a different understanding. And I was able to get more clarity around why I was so upset that day. And it wasn't just about him. And it wasn't just about not feeling important. It was that I was burning myself out and I was tired. And I had, I really just needed to kind of take a step back and take care of me. And there's a lot of things that just compiled and that's, that's going to happen. And so I want to really encourage you to know that no human is perfect, right? We all are going to do something bad here or there, or we are going to cuss, or we're going to say something we regret and take it back, but it's acknowledging it in the moment and saying, first off, I forgive myself. I forgive you, Nikki, for losing your shit. I forgive you. And now can I forgive my partner? And now can I go and have that conversation with someone else? That's where where this work really is. So 
give it time. Because the saying time heals all, that's not true. It takes conscious effort and awareness. But what time does for us is it allows us for our mind to kind of expand and clear. And if we're willing to stop swimming in that shit, then we get to see a better perspective. And if you listen to my episode on five things that I wish were taught about health, I explain that you in number one of that, you must go to the why. So that's getting put on this list as well, because instead of jumping into the numbing and the distracting and all of these things that we do, the spiritual bypassing, the normal bypassing, what are you really upset about? What is the deep down need in your heart or in your soul or your gut? What's the need where you feel scared or hurt by? That's where we're trying to get to. Doesn't matter what the other person did at the end of the day. It is your actions and your reactions. And where do those come from? I know for me, I was not feeling seen or heard or acknowledged. And honestly, it doesn't really matter. I shouldn't have because he was on his bachelor trip and I told him to go enjoy, right? But I needed to get clear on really deep down what was it because it wasn't actually about that. It was about something else that I was upset about. And so asking yourself, what's the real reason that I'm upset? And it typically, as I said, stems from something childhood or, you know, a bully or a teacher that didn't appreciate you or literally whatever it might be, or you were excited to share something with your partner and they didn't listen. Like we get wounds so easily because they get planted in the subconscious mind. And this I talk about so deeply in my ultimate transformation program that you almost don't know it's there, but we have to consciously bring to awareness and just say, what, what is as best as I can? And either you do it through therapy, talking to a friend, journaling, what am I really upset about? Because typically the thing that triggered it is not what you're really upset about. And number five is doing things like breath work or somatic body healing or a yoga nidra. So the reason we do that is because we get into the body, not using the mind. We're trying to associate or I guess almost disassociate the mind from the body in order to become aware of where is there physical blockage, pain in my body? Where is there discomfort? So disease, the word disease is actually dis-ease. There's a lack of ease in the body, which means that there's a lack of flow. And lack of flow happens when we hold on to our emotions. And so instead of saying, I feel angry, go to your body and say, oh, God, how does my body feel right now? Where do I feel it? Just first question, where do I feel it? Like for me on Sunday, I, I felt it in my chest, in my heart. Okay, what does it feel like? It, it feels like things are kind of like ripping apart. Okay, good. You might feel numbing. Your, your solar plexus might feel tingly. That's these, you know, somatic body work and, and yoga nidra and things like that is that we then breathe into the discomfort. And that's part of the feeling it to heal it. So you breathe in and you acknowledge that it's there. And I promise you, it might not happen the first time, but it does end up working and it helps you release these blockages in the body. And I'm going to say this again, but anger is just fear. And we all experience fear. The question is, are you actually okay to acknowledge 
what you're scared of. So I'm going to end with this note. Vulnerability is your superpower. Vulnerability is your superpower. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got a, a little laugh, giggle out of my my proverbial avocado shit story. And you know, I'd love to hear your feedback. As always, DM me, write me on Instagram. If you have not left a review, please do so. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, a family member, anyone who you think could benefit from this. And I just want to say once again, thank you for your support for a sharper life. It means the world to me. And I will see you next week after my bachelorette party. Bye.